0: This is Francois, Tennessee, with Royal Realty Group, brokered by EXP. The market's really crazy these days. You're going to need someone you can trust to help you with buying, selling, and finding investment properties. Feel free to give me a call at 214-704-4749. And also follow us on all social media platforms at Royal Realty Group TX. Now enjoy the show with Cuff and Mo.
1: MJ, I have got to say this. And I'm curious, has anyone ever said that you look like Regina Hall or sound like Regina Hall? Because I just, I just see it through and through.
2: <laughs> that is so funny. Yes, I have. I've, 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 received that. I call it a compliment. I've received that compliment a whole lot. Now I don't see it when I look at myself because I see something a little different than what y'all see. But I mean, I, I accept it as a compliment because regina hall is not only funny as fuck but she's beautiful inside yeah. and out and yeah i take it as a compliment but yeah i have i get that a lot
1: yeah <laughs> you absolutely <laughs> and even the laugh mode like, do you like is it just me
0: uh, no it's not i say you okay, can lean into it jay just lean into it and jay, I into it. And own
2: it. <laughs> i think it's just y'all y'all crazy <laughs> no <Nah. laughs>
1: Listen, uh, first and foremost, I want to wish everybody a very happy Valentine's Day. Live and in the lab, we got a very, very special guest. Yo, Mo, who do we have on the show today?
0: Today's guest is a native of St. Louis, Missouri. She is the director of uh, consumer engagement and development for 85 Cigars. Please welcome uh, this year's Valentine, Marissa (laughs) MJ Morton, to the Vision Lab podcast. (laughs)
2: <laughs> hey y'all
1: what up what up what up and a beautiful happy valentine's day to you marisha
2: thank you so much i appreciate that probably the only happy valentine's day i'm gonna get today but nah,
1: <laughs> i'm sure just, you're gonna have 16 <laughs> big ass bears and and balloons and and roses and, bars and roses and all that dropped off at your door you're just being humble we know what time it is <laughs> we ain't trying to get you in trouble though
2: yeah, well then you know, pipe down, yeah. pipe down. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: just so, messing with y'all. What's up? Well, I, well, I've said we're so happy we could make this happen. You know, obviously we've been we've been back and forth and talking for a long time, and we, we appreciate you making the time for us. My first real question is, what does a regular workday look for for Marissa MJ of 85 cigars.
2: Oh my goodness. It could be any, there is no regular work day working for this brand. There is no, <laughs> there is no regular work day any day because um, it could be either a whole team powwow we all jump on, uh, work out some things, maybe deal with some unexpected issues or maybe some unexpected project or event that pops up or shoot, one day it could be like, hey, we all need to be down in Miami pronto, get tickets Check. Check your emails for your tickets, and we need you on the plane. Um, it just depends. There's no regular. I can't even describe a regular day. It's 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 exciting, as a matter of fact. How, it's it's exciting. How
1: did you how did you get involved in, with with
2: eighty five cigars? That is that is a very good question. Um, no one has ever asked me this question. Um, have you all ever seen the meme? going around social media that says there's someone speaking your name in rooms that you haven't even entered yet no um,
0: no but yeah. I feel like I'm living like that yeah. every day
2: <laughs> yeah Fact, well, factuals yeah that was this meme that says that in my situation with 85 cigars was like that meme come to life someone actually spoke me up and I'll shout him out his name is DJ Taiwan right here in um Washington DC in the DMV area he kept speaking my name up to some people that worked with 85 cigars kept speaking my name up um, and they finally reached out to me one of the people reached out to me said hey we've heard about oh because I had the privy Leaf cigar concierge prior to 85 cigars hey we heard about your your business where we need a cigar concierge for an event would you you know would you be available I said sure of course you know For business and i said you know what's the cigar brand it said oh it's 85 cigars by ocho cinco and i'm like what (laughs) and i'm like uh yeah yeah you know i gotta play it cool but in on the inside i'm like jumping up and down because i actually reached out to 85 cigars when they first launched to say hey i love to work with the brand you know how can i get your cigars whatever whatever but you know they're busy they didn't get back to me right away but i feel mm-hmm. like it was uh god has whatever your plan is god has something else he got something in mind so uh yeah dj taiwan spoke my name up to some people affiliated with 85 cigars and then we ended up linking up for an event with um um a golf event that was phenomenal and that was just synergy our first event together um It was like um, what my, um, what our colleague um, Maurice used to call us, um, what's it called? Voltron with all the different pieces that come together. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what we were. It was just this great synergy. We were all on the same page and we all wanted to see the brand do well, whether I was working directly with 85 or just working in collaboration with them. And um, as we continue to work together on different things, uh, different events and stuff, we realized like, hey, this is a great team. Like, we work very, very well together. And then they, um, ex, they brought me on to work, um, permanently. So, yeah, it was, a, it, was it was kind of a fairy tale the way it all started.
1: <laughs> let, let me ask you this, because you said something about you know, telling God your dreams or whatever, and they always say like. If you want to make God laugh, tell me your plans, you know what I mean? So so when you had your your business, right? What was the transition like from, you know, being an entrepreneur working for yourself doing your own thing to now transitioning and working for a specific brand?
2: Oh, wow. You know what? It was an acute transition, but it wasn't a difficult transition. So when I first um, started my business within the cigar industry, the Privy Cigar Concierge, I was a deer in headlights. I didn't know what I was doing. I actually was taking the experience, the practical experience that I learned working for professional sports and entertainment, and then translating it to, okay, I love cigars. I know something about cigars. I know this much about service, high-end client services and high-end hospitality. How can I marry all of these things and, you know, pursue this business? So that's where I was. And by the time I transitioned or I went, I transitioned over to working directly for 85 cigars. I had all of this, you know, hospitality, all of the cigar event experience under my belt. So it was, it was an abrupt, like an acute transition, but it wasn't difficult. So I pretty much still do exactly what I was doing for my own business. I just do it for 85 cigars, plus a, a little extra data thrown in there for me. So it wasn't <laughs> difficult when did you
0: know it was real and like, you know what, this is going to work. Like this is going to stick. Cause like you said, you went from running your own business and now you're like, Oh, I work for like a real live company for real with somebody yeah. who got a big man behind it. Like, like sometimes that scares people. But when did you know this? is Okay. This, this is my fit. This is, this is what it's going to be.
2: Well, that first event that we worked, um, it was, I will say this, I get nervous about a lot of things. I get anxious about a lot of things, but with this particular endeavor I never got anxious I never got like oh my god what am I gonna do am I doing the right thing I never second-guessed it and that's what that's what filled it I'm like this is this is supposed to happen I think this is one of those things that's supposed to happen and it was that very first event that we we did together it was uh my brother's birdies it was for the my brother's keeper alliance and put, put and Potomac the Obama initiative and so it was their first their inaugural uh, my brother's birdie event. I even Obama was supposed to be there and all that, but uh, no, he didn't show up. But it was that very first event, and just the way we all worked together, the way the like I said, all these different parts came together, and it was just this synergy. So I knew from that very, very first event that we worked together that we would be able to work really, really well together. And then it was after we were tapped to do the VIP, the cigar VIP lounges for the they are called the Washington Commanders now. <laughs> I have
1: to be. Oh, my goodness. Don't even get me started on that. <laughs> that, that and that matchbox
0: stadium. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so we would tap have to do the VIP cigar lounges for, for the Washington Commanders. Um, and that's when it was solidified. It was like, wow, we work. Really, really well together, and I mean, we were able to get. You know, how you bring a team together and things just flow, and you have some snags and some hiccups, but that didn't quite happen with us in the very beginning. And I was like, yeah, I can work with them. This is good. This is going to be really good. It was seeing everything in motion. It was one thing doing the My Brothers Birdies event. That was something that that was right up my alley. But doing the Washington Commanders FedEx Field VIP thing, it it was a it was up my alley but it wasn't it could because you know they have different ways of doing it when i realized we could we could execute this event even with the hiccups and the snags that we had without everybody like going crazy and then we just made it happen and it was dope i was like this is it this is where i'm supposed to be this is where i belong
1: so so you're in stride you guys are all lockstep um the the intricacies of building a brand because you you know what that's like from um, you know, doing your own thing to now working with a, a, a widely known brand. but how what does that look like in terms of actually brand building? Oh my
2: goodness! How much time do you have?
0: <laughs> much as you, you need.
2: Know? Oh, my goodness. She said, what does that look like? Building a brand? Building my brand? I'm sorry building Uh,
0: 85 cigars
2: oh my goodness well i can say for 85 cigars i cannot take credit for actually building the brand that was an original team in place uh two years prior to me joining the team so they were the ones who who um they birthed the brand and then they were building it and then i came in and you know put a lot of it on my back and and helped them to continue that uh, but I would say coming in, you can, you in, can go uh, ahead
1: and say it. You can go ahead and say it. I blew that thing up.
2: I did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna even lie. I did. I did. I. But uh, yeah, I will say this. It was. It's different when. It's different when you do have to work with a team of people. So when it was just my business, I'm. And this is one thing that I do appreciate. I don't think I've ever even thought about it or said it out loud, but with my business, I was very cautious. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do it like this. And I'm gonna do it like this. And I had all this control. When you're building a brand with a team, you don't have, it's not just you. So you have all these different perspectives, these different opinions and things like that. So um, I had to learn to not to relinquish a lot of control. Uh, that I'm not going to always agree with my teammates. And that's okay. That's okay. Um, But for me, helping to build the 85 brand wasn't difficult. I was so passionate and I'm still so very passionate about it. I saw something special with them the very first time I I started working with them. And I was like, look, I'm going to see this through. I'm going to see I know what the brand is capable of. I know what we can do. Let's do this shit. Let's get this going. Let's get the. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it wasn't, it wasn't difficult for me, but I will say the, let me see. The, yeah, the most, the only difficult, the only difficult thing I will say is transition, the control, relinquishing the control. Okay. Um.
1: 85 obviously I mean. has, has Ocho Cinco in it, right? So mm-hmm. We get it. Worldwide name, uh, very uh, entertaining public figure, um, very boisterous, very flamboyant, very charismatic. But when you talk about the brand itself, the cigars, the brand, um, what is it that makes that, that so special that, that made you say, yo, besides, you know, the collaboration with the team? But what is it about the brand itself that made you say, yo, this is it. This is worth it.
2: It was the team. It was the okay. team. The team did what they were. And this is something that I absolutely want to clear up because the pe- people think that some people I've heard this, that, oh, they, you know, they just approach Chad. Hey, Chad, you want a cigar? Okay. We're going to go and grab a bunch of cigars from somewhere, some bundled brands. We're going to slap something together that's say 85, make it look cool and, and put it out there. The special thing about the 85 team is not everybody on the team are, they're cigar people now, but they weren't initially cigar people. They learned, they became cigar people. They took the time to learn. They didn't just let somebody ship them 5,000 bundles, 5,000 count of cigars and say, here, put a band on it and y'all figure it out. You know, they said, no, we're going to go down. We take a chad too. You get your butt up. We going out to the Domin- going down to the Dominican Republic. We're gonna do this right. So they actually took the time to learn, to understand the culture, to understand traditions, to touch the leaves, to smell it, to see where it comes from. I mean, you know, the manufacturers going to box makers and looking at all these different, you know, checking out all the different boxes. Chad chose his own boxes, you know. That's why the original Boa Vita boxes, black. He chose that the, the iconic go box. He chose that the blends. Everything they put their hands on, they said, "Okay, educate, educate. If we don't know, teach us." So I appreciated that about the team. And once they and, the, and what they didn't know, they said, "It. Hey, I don't know this. Can you show us? Can you teach us?" Um, and that's what I thought was so special about the team. And it was um, it was easy to come on board once I saw that because I mean you gotta. Put, At that point, I was associating my name with them. It wasn't just, hey, I really want to work for 85 Cigars and I'm coming off the street. No, I had already built up a reputation for myself um, with the Privy Leaf Cigar Concierge. So I was attaching my name to them just as much as they were attaching their name to me. So it was a team and their dedication and their passion for what they were doing that, that let me know that I was making the right decision. I love and that. That, I love and that. that was letting me know how special it was. I said, this is special. They really, they're really doing this the right way. So let me get on board.
0: It's one of those things to where the, the underlying theme of it is, is the team and the people and it's the, 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 the all parts working together. One of the, yeah. the people and teams that have supported us from Jump Street has been Edwina Brown and the family at Blown Smoke Cigar Lounge, Visionaries. If you're anywhere in the southern part of DFW, make sure you get to Blow and Smoke Cigar Lounge. The address is 1604 North I-35 in Lancaster, Texas. Great humidor, great staff. We promise you won't be disappointed. MJ, if you ever if we ever get you to Dallas, we will make sure we take you to to Blow and Smoke Cigar Lounge. EB, thank you for all your support. You guys make sure you get to Blow and Smoke Cigar Lounge.
1: And not if, but when you get down here to uh, to Dallas, because we definitely got to link up you know, and, and smoke some, uh, some good six. And, uh, I'm looking forward to getting on an 85 cigar.
2: Oh, sure thing. And, um, you always supposed to have cigars. I'm not going to say why they didn't make it, but you always supposed to have cigars tonight, but they are coming. I I promise you. They're on the way.
1: We're,
0: we're Much looking for it.
1: Yeah.
0: So, so I'm, I'm gonna switch gears. I'm gonna switch gears. I got you, partner. We'll switch gears, uh, MJ. So this uh-huh. is the vision lab, right? And, you know, like Cuff said earlier, you know, our our listeners, we call them visionaries. When I say the word vision, what comes to Marissa's mind?
2: Vision. Man, it's vision. I used to say, I would say vision. It's what you see for yourself. um, Vision. It's seeing outside of what you see for yourself. It's like, look, it's seeing everything that's around you. And then not necessarily seeing gaps, but seeing spaces that you can fill. Uh, that's what vision looks like for me. Um, I can say for myself, even with developing, um, come, produ- coming up with my first my first business, the Privy Leaf Cigar Concierge, I was like, I, I looked at the industry and I, Say, hey, this is all, this is what I see that's there. How can I fit into this space and make it my own and make those spaces my own? So when I, when you say vision, I think about immediately what comes to mind is seeing what's in front of, seeing what, seeing outside what's in front of you and then seeing spaces that you can fill and make your own. Does that make sense?
1: Uh, no, it does. And I love it. And <laughs> And I'm curious, did you, did you see yourself where you are today
2: absolutely not absolutely
1: what has that been like not the, the, um, the manifestation or the realization that yo i'm here working for you know a uh, a very
2: popular brand and i'm i've i've really helped grow the brand itself well you know what it blows my mind every single time i think about it i started my first business um Back in St. Louis, I had bought a $70 little work table from Walmart. And I said, you know what? I'm just gonna have a few private clients. I'm gonna do a few cigar events. And I was okay with that. That was my vision at that point in time. That was like, and but I'm gonna do something a little different. I don't know if you all are familiar with this, but I it wasn't what I was supposed to lead with, but it ended up being what I led with was the cigars with the metal bands on them. I had all these really unique metal bands that I would customize for my private clients for their uh, private events. But that's what caught on first. And, you know, I had a cigar with lion head on it and all this stuff. So that caught on first and I cut my teeth down in Atlanta. So my, my vision for myself, it started with just wanting a few private clients do a few cigar events and see how I feel about it. But then Atlanta got a hold of me, y'all know how Atlanta is <laughs> um, already, yeah, yeah, somebody said the biggest lesson you could ever learn is Atlanta, and they were absolutely right so i I got a I got a lot of traction in Atlanta, and then my vision expanded. It was like, oh wow, I can go to different places and do this, but then it got to a point where when i started working with 85 cigars then it became beyond my wildest dreams not once sitting at that 70 dollars walmart table back in st louis did i ever think i'd be at the super bowl or working with chad like i mean i'm not you know starstruck or anything like that but chad is a really dope guy um never in my wildest dreams never and it it blows my mind every single time I think about it. Like, wow, I really was sitting at that table in St. Louis. Like, well, I guess I'll do this. I was like, wow, and I thought it was the biggest, best thing. Like, wow, this is gonna be so much fun, not knowing that something absolutely amazing was was manifesting, was coming into, was was working, you know, coming out. Uh, it, it blows my mind.
0: Well, let me ask you this, MJ. You had a lot of success, and and clearly you were on the right path. But at some point, you like you said, you 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 had to put some sweat equity into it. What was been What's been your lowest point in this climb that you've made?
2: Oh goodness, oh my goodness. Which one? You said the lowest, <laughs> the lowest. Oh wow, because there's been a what, lot of times.
0: What, what's that point in time where you had to like take a look in the mirror and be like? Whoo man like this is this is this right here is really like this this is hurting but i'm I'm gonna keep pushing forward where you were really challenged internally
2: oh this is this is i can tell you exactly what it was and this is the situation this is the actually the situation that made me pivot which allowed me to be prepared for when 85 came along so with those um customized cigars with the rings on them and everything that was my that was my calling card that was my we know that we know who that is that's that's the privy leaf if you saw if you were familiar with those cigars, you would know well there was this gentleman and I'm being nice there was this gentleman who decided that hey I thought I had this idea too okay but did you do he never executed it though but he decided that he was gonna execute it anyway basically he jacked he jacked, he jacked my idea but wow. I guess somebody got in his ear and said hey Pretty much everyone knows that Marissa does cigars like this. If you do this without at least reaching out to her, it's going to be an issue. So he reached out to me after the fact. And um, I'm thinking he really wanted to collaborate and everything, but he had already made up his mind that he was what he was going to do. He actually copied it. It was a, I'm not going to say, (laughs) because let me keep it, let me keep it clean. But uh, he copied something that is very, you know, it's from me. Uh, almost like it was trademarked. It, uh, was it, trademarked. Like it was a Huh? Right. Almost yeah. like it
1: was trademarked.
2: Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was very identifiable. And so when it happened, um, I remember I was out and I saw the post and I was, my heart was broken because it was somebody that was close to me. That I thought had my back, that helped the guy do it because they knew how I, they knew the intricacies really? of how I did things. Yes, they helped him do it, and um, my heart was broken because I looked at this person as like a fam, like wow, you know, I called this person a family, like family, and they helped him do it, even you know, and my heart was completely broken. Um, and then one of my friends, it wasn't he he wasn't a really good friend. One of this guy I was talking to, I was at the bar <laughs> drinking my sorrows. Like, I can't believe he was like, Let me tell you this. Once you have an idea, and especially if it's a dope ass idea, once you put it out there, somebody's gonna to try to take it. Now, what are you gonna do? You are gonna sit up here and wallow in this shit, or you you gonna you're gonna get up and figure this out? I was like, but I don't know what to do. It was like, look, you've been doing this for at, at that point, almost three years. You can figure it out. But that was the that, that was the lowest moment. I wanted to quit. I wanted to be like, no, forget this because people snakes, they stealing, they don't have any creativity. I'm not about to fight people along the way. But then I realized if I really wanted this, I was going to have to fight people or, or I, I, I was going to choose my battles. Yeah. But that I, I want to I
1: I go back. I want to go back to where you said it was almost like the dude that kind of helped the other guy get, get it going, right? Was was someone that you were really close with. There are yeah. people that are dealing with struggles or battles where it's loved ones that are hurting them, right? And not that you're a, a life coach or anything like that, but just from personal experience, like how would you walk somebody through Um, deceit or someone that's turned their back on you when you thought that they were your closest,
2: whether that's a family member or a really, really close friend? Like, how do they work through that? Oh, man, I can only speak for myself, but I know I took some time before I, I did not blow up. I did express my hurt initially. I did, but I took some time not to be not to lash out because when you're overly emotional and you're lashing out that like that, you can make a lot of mistakes and you can set yourself back even further. So I, that was one thing I did. I communicated my hurt, but then I fell back and I actually sat with it. I sat with the disappointment, the hurt, the betrayal is what I call it. Yeah. I'm being a little dramatic. I sat with it. And and that's what helped me to pivot. I said, okay. So, and once I got to a point where, and it took a while, I'm not going to even lie. It took a while because my heart was truly broken. So I would say to n- not get overly emotional even if you want to cuss and holler and, and you know do all that stuff like
1: don't don't let that St. Louis come out you.
2: Do not do that. <laughs> don't do that because when things like that people do stuff like that that's more of a reflection on them than it's than you. And a calmer mind, a calmer spirit can make better decisions. So my advice would be to just you know, you can communicate your hurt and your disappointment, but don't lash out. Don't get overly emotional. Give yourself time—real time—to to sit with that and, and process that that hurt, that disappointment. Um, I, yeah, that's all I can say because it depends on. Sure I, I want to um, make sure I heard
0: that. I want to make sure I heard that. You said a calmer mind and a calmer spirit makes makes better decisions. Is that what I heard? Yeah.
2: Yes,
1: that was sage advice. Um. And what I love about it is, it wasn't a knee-jerk reaction. You you were calculated, right? And how you, you approached it. But but check this out. You had it something greater because of that trial or tribulation or that deceit or betrayal, right? And what was that process like when you realized that oh, I'm I'm really coming into my own and I can pivot and come up with new creative, innovative ideas.
2: And that process was like. Okay, so that happened then. When I, when I said, when I took my friend's advice who said, if you have something dope, you have a dope idea, once you put it out there, someone's going to take it. So you better be ready for for your next move. You got to be ready with your next chess move. So that's what I did. Um, what I did after that was when I was, when I fell back and I was, you know, just processing all that that stuff. As I started to think, I did start to think of ways of how can I pivot? How, which way can I go now? I can't go this, I, I can't quite go this way anymore. So I doubled down on my strengths and my strengths were hospitality. I know how to do events. I know how to do cigar, private cigar events. I know how to do this. So I doubled down on that and um, just uh, working for private clients and you know, putting together some really dope, and this is something that a lot of people don't know, I was able to put together some really dope cigar bar um, ideas and um, cigar lounge ideas for my private clients. So I kind of threw myself into that. And that is ultimately what helped me be prepared, become prepared to work for 85 Cigars. So um, yeah, that's how I dealt with it. You know, what I love about this MJ is that
1: everybody goes through some type of shit at some point, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and you got into your your lab, and that's why we created this show, right? You know, for people to go back, you know, in the midnight hour as I say in church, right? And 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 figure it out. Um Anthony Trucks was on our show. He talked about being in a corner in his basement and and you know, crying out, obviously, you know, you kind of wallow for a little bit, but it's in those moments that we, we become stronger. If we have enough uh, mental bandwidth to, to just deal with it and then process it and then get to work. And that's what you did. So I commend you. I think that's what a lot of visionaries need to understand is that no matter what you're going through, get, give yourself a moment to deal with it and then dust yourself off, get into your lab, pin the pad, whatever your ideas are, and work the ideas. And if you continue to work at it, um, things will manifest, things will become better. Yes. Things will actually blossom and, and, and be, and you'll be like MJ, right?
2: Where you where you don't know what's <laughs> around the corner. I think it's an amazing story. Yeah, I mean, I had my moments where I was crying and I don't know if I'm gonna do this. I just wanna quit. I can't believe this. You know, I went through all that and then I did, I did I have my moments. Don't, oh, don't think I let them slide yeah yeah. <laughs> they heard my mouth when I got to a point where I could articulate how I felt without it being you know too over the top I did exactly that but yeah I had my moments where I was crying and trying to say was like am I supposed to what am I supposed to do but it ultimately led me to you know, honing more of the skills that I knew I already had. Like I said, doubling down and it prepared me for the next level. I was like, you know what, if this, and I always ask myself, if that didn't happen, what would I have done?
1: Yes, that's and exactly I where at, I was going.
2: I was like, like, because you, know, you helped you me know, out, I appreciate yeah, it.
1: A hundred percent. And that's that's what it's about, right? Like in that moment, in that season, you were being stretched. You were You were growing out yes. of pain. And there's so much growth that can be, if pain is leveraged right, growth can take place and you can become so much better. And I think a lot of times people come in, in, you know, in the midst of of a pain or a hurt and and they fold, right? But if you're willing to to reevaluate, get in your lab um, and, and stretch yourself and grow and pivot, you know, I think a lot of great things can happen out of that so I think it's like I said I I wanted to spend a little bit of time on that for any visionary that's out there that may be going through it in this particular season just understand it is just a season you know sharpen your sword have some metal and figure
2: it out oh yeah oh yeah I mean just from the very beginning of if I start to go into my story from the very beginning, oh my goodness. When I tell you my story really is a, it's a journey. It's a, do not give up. I even did a, um, a YouTube video. Well, I posted a video on YouTube about this journey. Cause I used to, you know, chronicle it quite often, like frequently, but it was during a time where I said, you know what, it's something that firmly and calmly, calm, and in a calm way, it tells me, I don't know what calmly is, but in a calm way, it tells me don't quit, don't give up, keep going, keep going. I, said, I know they talk about the voice of God, they talk about spirit, they talk about the universe, whatever you want to call it, but whatever it was told me, don't give up, don't stop. And I look back and if I would have stopped at the points that I really wanted to, goodness gracious, I, I wouldn't have, I would never have. I wouldn't have never been able to see the goodness that that was in store for me. So, um, but my story, it starts way before it is. So, and it's, it's a, it's a real one.
0: Well, speaking of goodness, we see these, these cool Instagram pictures and videos of you being at these (laughs) super cool looking photo shoots. You always got the cool cocktail glass. Uh, I like the, the pineapple one is my favorite.
2: But uh-huh. can you kind
0: of can you kind of paint the picture for us and, and, and kind of give us what it's like to actually be on some of those events that we see you chronicle on Instagram from time to time? Oh, the events
2: and the photo shoots that we do. <laughs>
0: it, look, it look pretty lively.
2: Yeah, yeah. I will say the events that the the events that we are invited to be a part of are amazing. Like it's so dope. I can't even explain it. Um it's It's like, um, it's a lot of work, first of all. Let me say that, first of all. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of stuff that don't go the way they're supposed to and then we have to figure it out. Uh, So there's a lot of that that's going on. But once it comes together, like Voltron, it's like magic. You got all these different um, personalities, public figures walking around and things like that. And I think the most exciting part about being a, a collaborating or working with, with these different types of events is all the different people that we meet and how excited they are to work with the brand and how they actually want to be educated. There are times we work with people and they're just like, oh, the cigars are here, go put them over here, da, 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 da. But most of the events that we work People want to know about the brand, the models want to know, they want to know about the tobacco, they want to know how to smoke it, they want to know, that it's like they want me to teach them every, or want us to teach them everything about it during the event, which we try to give them something, but we can't, so it's really exciting, and the photo shoots, we don't get to be a part of all of the photo shoots, um, but most of them we do. The one that we haven't been able to be a part of, which we really would have loved to be a part of, is the one that was out of Australia with Medusa Harris and Versace at the Versace penthouse. That one was phenomenal. We were able to work with not only some very, very, very talented models, but we were able to get in a really dope shoot with the legendary DOC. So me being a hip hopper, um, that was like that that was like my fangirl i was fa- fangirling out i was so excited so yeah it's pretty cool it's really exciting and a, and a lot of fun a lot of hard work but a lot of fun uh doing those events and photo shoots well besides besides
0: the doc because you know he's from here so you know we we, we know oh, all about yeah. the DOC <laughs> besides the doc can can you know you've been around plenty of, of great events and whatnot but what's one the what's uh, another one that just really really stuck out you looked around you said you know what mj you're here having cigars with such and such like look how far you've come
2: oh when we did the super bowl <laughs> when we did the nfl pa party at the super bowl and i'm lighting hugh jackson's cigar i mean legend oh no 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 that one and we did the um ultimate legends mixer at the um hall of fame that is where I was like okay I think I done did something here <laughs> and because my because my little brother called he said oh my god you you're surrounded by legends do you know where you are do you know what you're doing you know and I'm like yeah okay I yes. but that was when I was like wow like this is this is this it's levels to this and it's so much more you can do like Limit. I come when I'm and when I'm in those situations. I can't believe my vision was so limited. But I thought it was the best thing ever back then. But, but yeah, I would say the uh, Ultimate Legends Mixer for the NFLPA during uh, Hall of Fame Weekend. That was the best.
1: When you say um, you can't believe that I was, I would have limited my vision. I want to pivot slightly and hinge on that word, right? What advice would you tell a visionary on on the the effects or the negative effects by limiting one's vision?
2: You will absolutely miss out on your purpose. You will miss out on the reason why you did it, why you even started. You will because we start things for one reason, but then we find out that it it becomes a different reason. The re, and it and your per, your purpose kind of evolves for. Or doing what you're doing I started the privy leaf and I started in wanting to be in the cigar industry to save my life to literally save my own life um and it became it went from okay I just want to do this do this much that, because it looked big to me at the time I was just trying to get out of a situation that I was in and if I would have stayed, in that space, if I would have told, and it was, I believe it was her aficionado, Octavia, Ta- Octavia, who reposted my stuff. If I would have told her, no, 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 take it down. Don't repost my stuff. I'm not ready for that. I, I don't, I'm not sure if that's what I want. I ain't no telling where I would be. And same thing with, with the, um, a, it was like a mentor who kept telling me, you can do events. You can do events. How you say? No, I'm not an event person. I only want to do this. I only want to do it this way this is the way I see it for myself no you could do more and finally I said fine I'll do more now I could see myself then I could see myself in that space and I was actually really good at doing bigger events which in the long run like I said prepared me to work for 85 cigars but if you limit your vision you you limit how far you're gonna go you limit yourself you you miss out on on not only your purpose evolving, but seeing that purpose through—like seeing why you were really supposed to be there and what you're supposed to see and what you're supposed to experience—you really miss out.
0: Well, let I, me tell you something, MJ. This is um, this has been great. We we appreciate you making this happen, partner. Yes. Have we reached that point of the interview yet? Yes. Sir. Oh my goodness! Uh, <laughs> uh, we told you it was gonna be nice and easy. No, 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 no. We told no. you, you've been great. You've been great. Um, it is time to land the plane, though. So you are familiar with the show. There are five seats at a round table, uh, plus yourself. You get to have anybody at the table. The only stipulation or, or caveat, if you will, is that you can't have you know whatever religious entity you believe in. But outside of that, who are the five people you want at your table?
2: So it's me and five other people.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, so. The first person would be my granddad, because my granddad, when you talk about visionary, he was a visionary. He was he was a visionary. I, I know I get, he planted those seeds in me. Um, he's a very well-known figure back in St. Louis. His name is Hubert Dickey Ballantyne. And uh, he founded the Matthew Dickey's Boy, Boys and Girls Club of St. Louis. Dope, dope human being. And he taught me a lot of what I know. So my granddad, the first person Tupac only because <laughs> and I know it's sound a little cliche but um Tupac because he's one of my he's he's not in my top five mcs but he's one of my favorite rappers um let's see who else Tupac my granddad Tupac my daddy I would definitely bring him back for the humor humor sake my daddy was one of the funniest people you could ever meet. He had, I mean, he was hilarious. So my dad, uh, who else? Let's see. That's three. Two other people. Yeah, two left. Two other people. Um, Nina Simone.
1: Nina Simone, because
2: yeah, unapologetically herself. um, Just, man, she was just a force. And let me see. Let me make it interesting. Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> yeah. That's a hell of a table. Ooh, that is a, a very, very
0: eclectic table. <laughs> yeah. okay. uh, mm-hmm. She said something. Like, well, hold on. She said something, and I don't I don't want anybody to get on us. You said Tupac's not in your top five, so you gotta go ahead and Uh-oh. get it. Uh
2: oh. <laughs> well, Tupac Uh-oh. is not in my top five. I listened to Tupac growing up, you know, I've I was raised on Tupac, you know, high school and stuff. But my top five MCs, oh goodness, Rakim, Big Daddy Kane, Quali, um, Fonte from Little Brother, and Jean Grey. Top five
1: MCs. <laughs> I can ride you with can't that. Can't be mad at that. I can't be yeah, mad at that. That at all. I Look, I, I'm um, like y'all
2: want
1: to kind of no 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 I'm I'm a I'm a quality fit, like for real like I love Khalif so I think he's dope. Okay, um, so I'm gonna pivot, but before we do, uh, I want to give you the opportunity to shout out your social media handles if anybody is interested in 85 cigars, what they can do to get in contact
2: with you or the company itself. Oh, sure thing. So if you want to hit me up or you want to just you know see what I'm up to and get all of my business um my instagram is mj at 85 uh, same thing for twitter mj um what is it mj at five that's what it has on twitter mj at five um if you want to order cigars or you want to see what's up with us you can go to 85 cigars.com that's spelled out 80 and then the number 5.com. um our our instagram is at 85 cigars so you can come and check us out and see what we are up to
1: absolutely so in the spirit of hip-hop who would you who represents MJ as a hip-hop artist
2: oh my goodness um okay who who
1: yeah we want to test that knowledge
2: uh yeah I would say who who speaks? who resonates with me well um It's like a couple of people. (laughs) Only one. It's a couple of people. I'll name two, and I know it's probably going to surprise, it may surprise y'all, but it's definitely Tupac and Bun B.
1: Bun B surprises me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bun motherfucking B. I love Uh, me some Bun B, so yeah. yeah. All right, so what is the long-term vision for one Marissa M.J. Morton?
2: The long-term vision, I, I I would say, first of all, for my name to be synonymous with cigar smoking in the DMV area. When people come around, and it' not just the DMV area, everywhere. So when people talk about cigars and uh, creativity and innovation and leveling up and pivoting and figuring this shit out in this industry, because it is very, it, it's levels and it's layers. I want to, I want my name to be synonymous with that. I want to be you know, uh, women cigar smokers, or and women in general, are becoming fierce uh, figures in this industry. I want to be a part of that. Uh, but uh, my long term vision is to, you know, continue to work with the brand and um, help help the brand become one of the leading a leading boutique brand, like some, you know, build this scale up. So. Yeah, that's where I am right now, just to become a name synonymous with cigar smoking, a good cigar smoking, you know? I love that. I love that. I love that.
1: All right. So in case you didn't know, we have a magical time machine here in the Vision Lab, okay? What advice would Marissa be giving herself from
2: five years ago? Oh, wow. Five years ago that I would give myself Marissa's. From five years ago yeah so you you today yeah you today telling yourself from five years ago now y'all really want me to cry in this interview
1: (laughs) hey we just asked the question the people want to know the visionaries want to know fans of mj want to know um
2: it's it's gonna be scary it's gonna feel like you're going to ask yourself a million times before you actually do it. You're going to ask yourself a million times. Should I be doing this? Is this what I do? But something is going to force you to make the decision. And I'm just going to say, do not stop. Maybe don't keep going. Maybe I'm the, my voice that talked to me <laughs> five years ago. Don't stop. Keep going. I know that's that's all I can say. Don't stop. Please don't don't stop. Keep going. You're gonna get to the other side. The things that you deal with that, that, that you feel are trying to break you or take from you or diminish you, they won't win. It won't, they won't prosper. Just keep going. Whatever you thinking in your head right now, it's okay to feel that way because it's scary, but it's gonna pass. You're gonna be okay. And I just need you to keep going. That's the advice I would give myself. I love it.
1: Now, forgive us, but we're going to make you five years older. Okay? (laughs) What is the older version of MJ? What advice is she giving you today? She's looking back from the future to you today and telling you what? Wow.
2: That those, the times where you feel like nothing is happening, so much is happening. You just don't realize it. So don't get discouraged. And I know that sounds very cliche, but don't get discouraged. It's okay to have valleys. They're there for a reason. You know, take those, those valleys, those times things it seems like nothing is happening. Take that time to take time. You don't always have to go, go, go. Something doesn't always have to be happening. Sometimes, when those valleys happen and those down, that downtime happens, take some of that time and and rest in what you you've accomplished. It's okay to do that. Rest in what you've accomplished, and know that something else is coming. Just give it time. You're nothing. You're not doing anything wrong. Just give it time, and you're gonna, you know, you're gonna get that energy back up underneath you. But don't. Don't quit.
1: <laughs> that was dope. I can actually see you looking back five years ago and talking to yourself and and then looking from the future, what that future version of MJ looks like. So I I felt that energy. I really did. Um, last question I have to ask, and we should have asked this a long time ago. What was what does MJ stand for?
2: Oh, Marissa Joe. Okay. <laughs> Marissa Joe. <laughs> Yeah. And it's so funny. My name, my middle name, I grew up thinking my middle name was Joy. My mother kept telling, oh, it's Marissa Joy. It's on all my little documents until I got my real birth certificate. My middle name is Joe. And I said, <laughs> why did you tell me that? i like, that so much better. It fits me better. Marissa Joe, that's my name, but that's what it, it stands for. All
1: right. All right. Well, <laughs> I want to say to uh, to you, Marissa, Joe, MJ, thank you so much for jumping into uh, the lab with us. And I hope everyone has a beautiful and happy Valentine's Day. Remember, each one of our guests that are j- jumping into the lab are do- dropping nuggets of wisdom here on the Trail of Life. Ultimately, it's up to you to pick them up.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ryan Mosley. Uh, he is Ryan Cuffey. The voice you've been listening to, the beautiful face you've been looking at for the past 45 minutes or an hour or so is Marissa M.J. Morton of 85 Cigars. Marissa, thank you again for making thank this happen. You. We appreciate you giving us time. And uh, Visionaries, we'll see you guys uh, next week on another great episode of the Vision Lab Podcast.
1: Blessings.